Hello, Vikings fans. Welcome back to Meet at the Quarterback, the Minnesota Vikings podcast. My name's Harrison. I'm Hayes. I'm Andrew. Yeah, we're not doing the delayed crap anymore. I'm just going to make that announcement. We're not doing the delayed stuff anymore. So this is a flow. It goes Hayes. It goes Harrison, Hayes, and then Andrew. You don't wait 10 seconds. You're going to say Let's work on the enthusiasm, too. I know it was a bit early on. If we want to be legit, we got to be like, I'm Andrew, a.k.a. Bubblicious Scrubbedicious. Thank you. I agree. Um, today's podcast, we will do our predictions for our Thursday night primetime Thanksgiving game against the New England Patriots. The eight and two Good Vikings game. are hosting the six and four New England Patriots. Yes, correct. Is that correct. Um, we'll do obviously our normal statistical predictions of our Viking players. We will talk about what we have to do to secure a win and not face our first two game losing streak on the season. Um, this should be a, a good episode. I'm glad that we have a short week and we're able to hopefully fingers crossed, uh, leave that nasty Cowboys game behind us. Not even think about it. Uh, we're already moving forward now. Focus on the Patriots. Um, I'm excited to watch football all day Thanksgiving. That's what Thanksgiving's for, right? Being thankful for football, Viking football specifically. Oh, 100%. That's true. Last time yeah. the Vikings played on Thanksgiving, they were 8-2. and two. They went to the NFC Championship game that year. I saw that stat as I saw that stat as well, Hayes. <clears throat> Great stat. So let's start with our fearless leader, Kirk Cousins. I have Kirk throwing for 232 yards and two touchdowns. His touchdown streak ended last or just on Sunday against Dallas. I think he redeems himself by throwing for two tutties in prime time. Um, and yeah, 232, two touchdowns, Kirk Cousins. I think he'll, he won't throw for a lot of yards, but he'll throw for above the average that the Patriots let up. Uh, they're holding most quarterbacks under 200 passing yards. I think Kirk on prime time will surprise people and, uh, play better than probably what people are predicting him to play. So 232, two tutties. Andrew. I have um, somewhat similar, 253 and two touchdowns. Um, yeah, I agree. I don't think he'll throw for as much yardage because they have a good defense and their offense is not super like – they're not going to put up a bunch of points. Uh, I got Kirk 253 touchdowns. First, I think first three touchdown game would be. Is what number prediction is this for Kirk's three touchdown game? I feel like you do it quite a bit. Probably like seven. Has to work at some point. Agreed. So two, so we're all in that same category. We don't see 
Kirk having another 100-yard passing game, despite this probably being an arguably better defense? I say it's a very similar defense. Really? I think the isn't the Patriots kind of a top seeded defense in the NFL. So is Dallas, though. All right. I like it. I like it. Um, Dalvin Cook. I have him rushing for seventy-eight yards and a touchdown. I think we'll we'll use him a bit with uh, in the passing game. And I agree. I don't see this particularly particularly being a high scoring game. So I think the offensive numbers will be smaller than. I think they'll actually be kind of average, but not not as high as I typically predict. Um, New England obviously has a better pass defense than rush defense. Um, but I still think either Cook will have one big either one big uh, yard play to put him at 78 or he'll be kind of consistent throughout getting eight to 10 yards of carry. Okay, bro. Apologize no. for that. Andrew, what do you have? Dalvin Cook, number four. He's going to have 79 yards. Oh, okay. Very similar. Very similar. Uh, for, the, for the similar yards. reasons or what? Yeah, I think they – I just think their defense is good. Um, and hopefully if it's Blake Rendell starting at left tackle, Kirk might check it down more. So, yeah, maybe you said, like, he'll get involved more in the pass game instead of the – instead of just being what's really just been a lot of runs for him. He hasn't got too many catches this year. No, I'll be curious. Uh during obviously towards the end of the year where our early season stati- statistical predictions will fall with the actual numbers that players put mm-hmm. up. I already know we'll be way off with Irv Smith Jr. <laughs> and <laughs> honestly, definitely Hayes people will be way off with KJ Osborne. And probably Kirk. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Drew and probably Kirk. I think the only ones we might KJ be close is be like similar. Yeah, JJ Cook, maybe Thielen if he can heat up at some point. Nope. 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 Okay, chill. Hayes, what do you have for Dalvin Cook? 85 yards. That's it? Yep. Any any involvement in the passing game? Andrew, I really like that the the thought. I didn't even think, obviously, that we'll probably be seeing more check down throws. I could see Johnny Munt having a few extra catches as long as they're not that ridiculous slant screen to tight ends. Yeah. Do do some wide receiver screens with even like Thielen or Osborne or JJ, or like you said, dump off to cook and Madison. If, if Johnny Munt or Hawkinson have any like short yardage catches, I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah. Because there is way too many times. I mean, not last week, but I feel like this year where it's been a lot of Kirk. He has like five or not five seconds, but he has way enough time where if he doesn't see an option, he should just be checking it down to pick up anything. Mm-hmm. And I think we of, saw that against the Bills way more than any other game. Yeah, and I think there was um, 
I think against Arizona, Cook had like five catches. But like when it's not there, he can't just force it or take a sack. He needs to just check it down. Yeah. Agreed. Um, <clears throat> I have Justin Jefferson with a hundred and twelve receiving yards, no touchdowns. Um, yeah, I think similar to what we've been saying with Darasaw out and the Patriots secondary being being one of the best in the NFL. Um, JJ will still have over a hundred yards because I think like since they 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 had literally no time and they weren't going to him against Dallas, I think they'll try and create a little bit more plays for Jefferson against New England. And because he's just that good, I think he can put up 100 yards with five or six catches. Um, like they'll have maybe one or two deep shots downfield that might be big plays. So getting over 100 yards, but not like a – not nothing massive by any means. Andrew. Um, I said 97 yards and a touchdown. Um, I'm predicting a down game. Not so much a down game. I only got him at 70 yards, no touchdowns. Uh, I don't know. I'm totally blanking on the guy that, that he's going to be up against. I don't know if you guys can help me out with that. Uh, solid cornerback for the Patriots. I think they're just going to – Bill Belichick's going to find a way to focus a lot of attention on on Justin Jefferson, but I think that's going to open up holes for other guys. So down game for Jefferson, but I think other guys will pick up the slack. Is it a cornerback? Is it uh, – uh, they have a lot of the same names. There's Jalen Mills, Jonathan Jones, Jack Jones. It's Are one of the Jones. They're, they're the starting cornerbacks. Okay, Jonathan Jones, him. Okay. Solid corner. I think he's just going to take away some stuff. Yeah. And again, if, if Kirk doesn't have the time that we expect him to not have and JJ's on like a pretty solid corner. Yeah. I could see it being a little bit of a quieter game for sure. Um, Adam Thielen, 48 receiving yards and he will get a red zone touchdown specifically in the red zone. We're finally going to, C 2021 Adam Thielen or whatever year it was where he just had, you know, double digit red zone touchdowns. So um, Thielen gets one of two Kirk's throwing touchdowns, goes for 48 receiving yards, pretty much what we've seen <clears throat> from him all year. Nothing. I don't think we've seen higher than like 68 and I don't think we've seen anything lower than like 28. So I said 45 yards in a touchdown. Wow, Andrew, you and I are very similar this week. I got him with 30 yards and a touchdown. So we all have an added. We're saying Thielen's due. He is due. I would agree. Very I think I think his last receiving touchdown was against the saints in london does that sound right or was it even earlier miami miami was it i have no idea i don't even was it miami andrew i I can't even vividly remember an adam thielen touchdown this season well he has two of them (laughs) oh you can say one with miami okay i believe you you don't need a prize no one's doubting you bob Get the tears, dry your tears. It's fine. 
Jeez, you're literally like the smokiest looking person I've ever seen. Smokiest? <laughs> Smucky. Smucky. You wear a sweater every day. There's nothing wrong with us. You wear a sweatshirt every day. Because <laughs> that's casual. All right, Bob. Bob? <laughs> we got SpongeBob sweater on today. Uh, who's next? TJ Hawkinson, the Hawk. Is going to go 51 receiving yards. And finally, I'm predicting it, manifesting, praying, first receiving Viking touchdown at home against the Patriots. Um, yeah, 51 receiving yards. Tuddy, he should have he's due. Week. He should have had one last week. He knows he should have had one last week. I think he'll get a, a do-over, a second chance, and he's not going to mess it up this time. Andrew, what do you have for the Hawk? Um, just the Hawk is going to have 73 yards, and he's going to get in the end zone. All right. Um, stupid, bad prediction. The Hawk is going to have his best game in a while. 114 yards, two <laughs> touchdowns. Write it down. He's the guy that's going to step up. It's going to be his best game as a Viking. He's going to prove himself. All the haters, all the – all the people saying he was horrible last week. He couldn't catch. He couldn't block. He was holding too much, dropping end zone passes. He's going to make up for it. He's going to have a phenomenal game. I hope you're right. I don't think anyone, though, is wrong to say Hawkinson had a horrible game last week. So you're saying proving them wrong. Just wait. So, but that doesn't make any sense. Just um, wait. And Andrew, why? I do need to make a What'd you say? Uh, I have – I did not have Jefferson getting a touchdown, but I think that's what I said. You did say that. So, no touchdown for him? Correct. Okay. Yeah, I guess now that adding that up, you would have had three touchdowns, but you only but predicted two. That's why, that's why I corrected it. That's why I yep. corrected it, boss. It was like a that's why I corrected it, boss. All right, you're good, girl. You're good. No worries. That's why I corrected it, boss. Hayes, uh, it'll be curious because um, Hawkinson hasn't had – he had 70 week. He's only been slowly going down. I think he went 70, 45, like 33. So I hope you're right. But uh, the main thing I'm curious about is who you have us winning. So we'll we'll hold that for a second because you're 9-0. And if you predict a loss, we're going to kick you out and restart it because can't afford that. Um, Greg the Leg. One for one in field goals, three for three in extra points. Ditto. Hey, do you have the exact same one? I'm making two field goals and making all of his extra points. How many extra points? Three. three. Yes, I do have the exact same as you. Three for three extra points, one for one field goal. All right. So we see a perfect 100%. Greg the leg on primetime football. He was 100% last week. He was. But he also only one had kick. one kick. <laughs> <laughs> but that is true. Um, who is our leading tackler? I got uh, Kendricks with 11. I have Kendricks with 10. I have Kendricks with 11. Hey. Wow. 
Kendrick's leading the way. No one, no one wants to put their money on Andrew Booth. Oh, I guess he's not playing, but he led the the team last week in tackles. So that means, I, yeah, most likely we will not see Andrew Booth Jr., which we get Duke Shelley as our starting cornerback. I thought it was a Caleb Evans, or is he out? Uh, I guess I didn't. I didn't know if a Caleb Evans was cleared or not. I saw he was limited yesterday in practice. I pray to everything on earth that Duke Shelley's not the starting. Uh, cornerback why he played he had that one great pass deflect against the Bills. also i mean if there is a if there is a game to have him start might as well have it be against patriots receiving core yeah you know true but i don't want him to start that's fine understandable um Zachalita. Yes. I have Daniil with one and a half. Give me a two. I got I, I got Daniel with one and a half. Wow. So do I. No Shut way. Up. Yeah. Wow. I think last week we all had the same as well. And we're no. I had Daniel last week as well. We didn't have a single sack. Three weeks ago we all had Zadarius Smith. Okay. With two, and he did lead with Hunter for sacks. So, um, Vikings, the game, game, or I guess, Hayes, let's do your gamble. You can start us off. Gamble. I have TJ Hawkinson with a parlay. He catches 10 or more. So, 10 plus catches, 100 plus yards, and two plus touchdowns. Jeez Louise, buddy. And you said two plus touchdowns. Yep. Yep. Andrew. New England is going to have zero sacks and it's going to get zero turnovers. New England defense, zero sacks, zero turnovers. I need a little more. I mean, considering our, we have Darasad not starting, and I was going to share, New England has one of the, mo- the most – has committed the most turnovers defensively uh, or, or top in the NFL. They have 18 turnovers, so they're averaging at, at the bare minimum like one and a half a game. So I, I would say that's that's a fair. Zero sacks, zero turnovers. We gave up seven sacks last week. Let's like, come on. Yeah, that's that's a good gamble. I have the Vikes defense yeah. committing three plus turnovers, um, and and five plus sacks. Now that's a gamble. I think we have not had. I don't know if we've had five plus sacks all year. Hayes, dude, enough. Turn that off. What? All right, so gambles. Hayes has the parlay with Hawkinson, 10 catches, 100 yards, two tutties. Andrew, New England defense, has zero sacks on Kirk Cousins and zero turnovers. And I have the Vikings getting three-plus turnovers and five-plus sacks. 
Last but not least, I have the Vikings winning 24-20. I think it will be somewhat low scoring. Um, I think we will see a lot of our points in the fourth quarter, how the season has been going. I think we'll be down going into the fourth quarter, and we'll see once again another Kirk Cousins fourth quarter comeback. But I think it will come at the start of the fourth quarter, not towards the end. Hayes? pondering it and trying to figure it out you know i got a nine and oh streak on the line here aren't you 10 um, and 0, you said what did you say you're 10 and oh oh yeah 10 and oh 10 and oh streak going here um horrible game last week but you know if they want to be a super bowl team they got to bounce back so i think they will i got vikings 24 patriots 14 all right a two score lead a two score win yes First one since Green Bay. Has to, it will happen. All right. Andrew? Um, I have the Minnesota Vikings winning 18 to 24. 24-18. Thank you. 24-18. So we all have the same. We all see. Well, actually, Andrew, your, your, your numbers don't add up. Sure they do, boss. Nope, because you have... Greg the leg, three for three for extra points and two for two for field goals. I meant one for one for field goals. Oh, so you have the same as that. All right. Um, I love it. These are excellent predictions. Entering week 12, Andrew leads 272 with me at 242 and Hayes at 237. So it's it's a tight one between Hayes and I. Hayes has predicted he is 10 and 0 in predicting the winner. I am 8 and 2 and despite Andrew leading in points, he is the worst at 6 and 4. It's Don't all right. Care. It's all right. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about how do we win this game? What do we have to do? What, um, yeah, what are key components to, to, to beating the Patriots on prime time? I can start scoring. Okay. Uh, somewhat true. I think red zone, red zone offense. We're, we're middle to, to back of the pack scoring touchdowns less than 60% of the time when we're in the red zone which I think last year we finished the season at like 63, 64%. So we have a better offensive coach, a better offense. Um, and yet our red zone offense is worse than a year ago. So I think in order to win at the bare minimum, like we need to, uh, I think, I think you can afford one uh, field goal in the red zone. Other than that, I think you need to score a touchdown every time you enter the red zone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's winning the turnover battle is going to be big. Boom, Hayes, hundred percent. You you can't you just you have to you have to win the turnover battle if you want to beat a team like like New England that's really good defensively. So that's my key hey, to winning. Hayes, let me share you share a few stats with the turnover battle. 
When Go the ahead. Patriots are either zero or plus or positive in turnovers, they are six and one. When they lose the turnover battle, they are zero and three. So, turning winning the turnover battle is huge. Both teams have the exact same number of turnovers this year at eighteen. The Patriots have eleven picks and seven fumbles, or have have gotten 11 interceptions and seven fumble recoveries vikings have 10 picks and eight fumble recoveries totally agree i had that in my notes hayes that if you win the turnover battle i think you will win this game yeah it's big andrew what do you think uh i agree and i think stopping the run just putting up a lot of points on a good defense. That's all you got to do. You just got to beat their defense because their offense is not that good, especially their passing offense. They have literally nobody's at wide receiver. Jacoby Myers, really? It's a joke. I think he's mid. It's below mid. Um. Yeah, the Patriots' defense is very good, especially the last three weeks because they gave up, what, three last week? I know it was the Jets, but they gave up three points against the Jets last week. I think they gave up, like, I think there was a weird – I think they gave up less than 10 the week before. Um, I just had their schedule up a second ago. But I, I did look. They have not given up a touchdown since late October. So they have yet to give up a touchdown this week or this month. Yeah, well, they, well, they had their bye, and they gave up three points to the rookie-led Colts um, in Frank Wright's last game, and then Zach Garbage can Wilson in the Jets. So Did you see Wilson ream his defense? Yeah, he's a bum. He also just got benched. He, it's official. Oh, is that official? Nice. So we're back to uh oh yeah. You heard it here first. Eight minutes ago. Zach Wilson will not be starting Sunday's game against the Bears. Bum 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 bum. Um also the last thing I guess I'd say is obviously Belichick's a very, very good coach, but I think you could make the same argument that the Patriots that 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 is always made against us that we have not beaten any good teams with the exception of the Bills, but people always say like we're beating we're barely beating bad teams. You can make the same argument with the Patriots that they kind of have to prove themselves this game, at least this year, because their wins have come twice against the Jets, the Lions, the Browns, the Colts, and the Steelers. All of those teams yeah. are under 500, or I guess other than the Jets. All those teams are under 500, and then it's the Jets twice. So, so pretty much a um, dumpster fire. I would imagine the Patriots team, I don't think Belichick has to prove himself by any means, but the Patriots team will want to prove themselves if they think that they are legit. And it's shocking that division still somewhat open i mean yeah you you cannot lose at home 
to the to the Patriots. Not back to back games, no. You cannot. Not that, back to back games. Um. All right. Those are my notes. Those are my predictions. Um, it's a big game. I'm excited that we all get to watch it together again. I know. It's been a while. Because. Yeah, what's that about? I've been a busy man. Travel, travel. Yeah, but yet yeah, I yeah. still put together these podcasts and you cry about having to get up at 10 a.m. <laughs> Boom, Rosa. That is so true. He was in tears. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to beat you on Madden tomorrow, too. It's Thanksgiving. We're still going to play. It's really Vikings football day, to be honest. True. All right, let's close it out. This is Meet at the Quarterback, a Minnesota Vikings podcast. My name is Harrison. I'm Hayes. I'm Andrew. AKA? Say it. Nope. All right. Let's uh let's hope next time we record we are nine and two and we get closer and closer to clinching that NFC North division title. Skull. Skull.